This is Jarrell Clay with the Center for a New American Security. And I have Rachel Rizzo with me, who is an expert on U.S. foreign policy, NATO, and Europe. Rachel, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. As you know, uh, the Trump administration has had its share of recent activity with the European nations, including Mattis's meeting with NATO and Pence's engagement with the Munich uh, Security Conference this mm -hmm. week. Looking ahead, though, um, what are some of the top challenges for our transatlantic partnership? We're seeing the relationship between the United States and Europe in the news today more than we have um, in the past, and that's largely why we decided to write this paper. We're going to see both the United States and, and Europe, it's going to become a, a little bit more difficult to focus on transatlantic relations going forward just because we're seeing so many pressing issues at home that both sides of the Atlantic have to deal with. The European uh, Union, or Europe in general, I guess, is dealing with a migration crisis of historic proportions. Um, there's a growing gap between the elites and the populations that they serve, both in Europe and the United States, so we're seeing a growing disconnect there. Europe is going to be dealing with the Brexit coming up soon. So we wanted to write this report just to make recommendations um, to ensure that we don't lose sight of the importance of the transatlantic relationship. How do um, other how are other nations perceiving the United States right now? You know, our European allies are concerned and rightfully so and unsure, really, of where the relationship with the United States is going to go going forward. Um, President Trump, you've seen a lot of rhetoric coming from the administration now and during the campaign of you know, calling our European allies free riders and really questioning the benefits of United States' uh, membership of the NATO alliance. Um, th that kind of rhetoric is continuing, and, and going forward, it's, it's really important that the United States invest in the European project. I mean, it is important that Europeans do their part as well. I mean, you see a lot of complaints that Europeans and our NATO allies aren't, you know, for example, spending the 2% of their GDP on defense, which is um, a NATO uh, requirement. So we're seeing more of that, but hopefully if uh, they, you know, take some of the recommendations that we write in this paper, um, we can make sure that the relationship is strengthened going forward. You mentioned um, the 2% of GDP being spent on defense, mm -hmm. and that sort of brings up the challenge mm -hmm. on how we counter terrorism in the region. And I think that's something that is important as we talk about strengthening our relationship with our transatlantic uh, partners. Definitely. This isn't going to be an issue that goes away when ISIS is defeated. How do we sort of move forward and broaden our conversation on that? Absolutely. So. One of uh, Julie's and my recommendations in the report is to deepen our cooperation with our European allies on counterterrorism. We have a few recommendations on how to do that. One is, you know, increasing information sharing with our European allies, in, even in the face of, of privacy concerns throughout Europe. Um, you, know, you see recent attacks that happened, uh, like in Paris or San Bernardino, that demonstrate the importance of addressing, you know, problems of self-radicalization through, you know, the internet. So, um, you know, looking at self-radicalization, also promoting public awareness of the problem, and the U.S. should dramatically expand the scope of intel sharing and gathering with our European allies and partners. You know. Counterterrorism is a very important issue, and it's not something that's going to go away. So we have to figure out tools to deepen those relationships and really make sure that we're working together to uh, counter that problem. Awesome. I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Well, 
you know, it's no secret <laughs> that uh, the Trump administration has a lot of work ahead of them to uh, keep America safe, but hopefully it will implement some of the um, recommendations that you all lay out in the report. Defining moment, uh, the future of the translytic security relationship is the name of the new report co-authored by Richard Rizzo and Julie Smith, who is our uh, senior fellow and director of the strategy and statecraft program at CNAS. Rachel, thank you again for joining us today. Thanks, Gerald.